Hello, it is FMC. I'm Jeremy. That is SP3. It is Tuesday, December 12th. SP3, we're just going to jump in to this. I mean, I don't know why why we need to delay things at this point. Look at you. You're already late, and then you're struggling. This coat is kicking your... I don't want to curse. Look at me on my best behavior. <laughs> this coat is beating you up right now sp3 there we go there we go button up good button up i'm button up right because we're going to church y'all we're going to church y'all oh yes y'all we are here y'all it is the sermon the in-season sermon (laughs) y'all y'all ready for it in-season sermon y'all ready for it ladies and gentlemen i am pastor SP3, and we are here today to celebrate the Los Angeles Lakers, who are now officially history-making, history-making in-season tournament winners. Ladies and gentlemen, it was a glorious weekend, a glorious weekend, because, you know, we had an extended weekend because we were our Los Angeles Lakers, made a trip just a couple of miles away. It wasn't a fall trip for us. It would have been a fall trip for those Eastern Conference teams. So sorry, Indiana, you had to make that long trip for nothing. Uh, and sorry to the New Orleans Pelicans, who was the first victim in Vegas. They were the first victim. They tried to step up. Everybody was telling me. They was like, they're like, you better be scared. You better be scared of those New Orleans Pelicans. You better be scared. You know what I'm scared of? You know what I'm scared of? If I'm ever behind Zion Williamson at a buffet, that's what I'm scared of because I am here for some food, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here to eat. And that's what the Lakers did. They would stop. Barbecue chicken. Barbecue chicken on the New Orleans ass. Barbecue chicken with the extra sauce. With the extra sauce. It was saucy up in here. <laughs> oh, it was saucy up in here all over on Thursday. That was on Thursday, though. That was on Thursday. That was the prelude. Prelude to the beatdown. Prelude to another breakdown, cause we've been, we done beat, we done smoked the the brakes off of the Pelicans. They even took that trip back to New Orleans. Man, you would have thought it was 2004 with them going back to New Orleans with power faces. It was so who who knew it. Uh, if you if you're too young to understand what happened in 2004, look up uh, the word Katrina. Um, but no, but it, it, it was real bad up in here for the New Orleans Pelicans getting busted a 44 piece out of Barbecue chicken. And then it's set up for, for Saturday. Oh, for Saturday. For Saturday. Because you know who was more ready than anyone? He is the king. He is the king. He is the King James, LeBron James, your in-season MVP. This man has won every piece of hardware 
available to him in NBA history. He is a four-time regular season MVP. He is a full-time NBA Finals MVP. He has won the All-Star MVP. He's won a scoring title or an assist title. He is the all-time greatest scorer of, uh, in NBA history. And here we are in season tournament and no one, not even, not even the young guys at 20, 21 years old, 19 years old, had the energy and the vibes and the emotion motivation, the inspiration that King James is. He was the most motivated. He wanted this in-season tournament. He was taking it more seriously than everybody. And oh no, he did not have the spectacular game where he dropped 30 or he dropped, he or he to go along with the 44 piece that we that we busted up with them. We gave him the 30-piece chicken tenders with LeBron James dropping that 30-piece on the head with the New Orleans Pelicans with the Indiana Pacers. He got the 24 points. He was, he was a facilitator with forces. He had the 11 rebounds going on the boards. He got helping the break, getting the, getting it going. You also had, you also had my man, my man D'Angelo Russell. Early, early, early points. Always in the first quarter. I will say, I will say, if you, if you, if you, if you look at that D'Angelo Russell from game to game, he gets most of his points in the first quarter, and then he just drops off after that. But he had most of the points in the first quarter, but he did his thing. 13 points, 7 assists, 4 rebounds. But, 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 you know what time it is. You know what time it is. It is time to sing the hymn. It is time to sing the hymn. Because hymn. Austin Reeves. Austin Reeves. Austin Sixth Man of the Year Reeves. Austin, Austin, Kadeem Hardison reads because he's like the sixth man. He's like an angel. He's like an angel helping us. He's like Kadeem Hardison in that movie with Marlon Wayans and everybody else in the Los Angeles Lakers is Marlon Wayans because the sixth man, Austin Reeves, coming off the bench with 28 points. 28 points being a, a spark plug off the bench. He was all our bench scoring, a matter of fact, on this game. We had 30 points off the bench, 28 of them from Austin Reeves. But yeah, I want to say, for anyone watching, for anyone watching, I'm going to help you count. One, two, three, four, five, five MVP of the year candidate. Top five, D-O-P-Y, D-O-P, D-P-O-Y, excuse me, D-P-O-Y. He got me so discombobulated, I don't know how to spell. Uh, Anthony Davis of 41 points, 20 rebounds, five or six. Oh, my God, you had LeBron James saying so. It looked like it was Shaquille O'Neal out here. Big Shaq Diesel inspiring him right by the bench. He's like, I'm about to show you. I'm about to show you. I'm about to show you how I do. When 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 I got the faith of the Laker Nation, when I got the faith of LeBron James, when I got the faith of the Laker great like Shaquille O'Neal, when I got the faith of Pastor SP3, it's the least. He was the least. He was the least. For the one for the one you He's not top five MVP. Yes. Telling you he's not top five MVP. In-season tournament MVP LeBron James. In-season champions 
the Los Angeles Lakers. It's the first stop, y'all. First stop on the journey. When we play this good, when Anthony Davis is the top five MVP that I know he can be, when LeBron James, when LeBron King James is on the money and do what he needs to be done. And when we got him coming off the bench, we'll see you in June. Good luck against the Pelicans and the Pacers in, in June. Uh, I will say, I'll make a bold prediction right now, SV3. Bold prediction. If the Lakers get the Pelicans in the conference finals and the Pacers in the finals, they will win the NBA championship. That's my bold prediction. Is that supposed to be funny? I'm letting you know. I'm letting mm. you know that, like, if they if they get those two teams in the conference finals and in the finals, they will win the championship. Okay, I'm 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 just gonna I'm just gonna take that because you know your your my Oklahoma City Thunder is playing very well as well, so I have nothing to 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 come back at you with. So i'm gonna be kind i'm gonna be kind i know you probably expect me to to make jokes and stuff of they're hanging a banner for an in-season tournament when they're still fifth in the west right fifth fifth in we the were west. Undefe- undefeated in the in-season tournament y'all cool those games that th- those are those are good games to win obviously like it's a it's an in-season tournament they don't count for anything in the regular season but for the in-season tournament they obviously do count and you know good Good on him. They they won. I'm I'm legitimately like good on them that they won. I want you to be happy. Do I think that the in season tournament is something to fully celebrate and hang a banner? No. What what Kobe say? Kobe said the only oh, banner. Kobe would Kobe Kobe would never. He never even hung the division banners. Yeah. So he ain't hanging no in season tournament banner. <laughs> That's for sure. Nope. Nope. But this is this is the type of energy and how we played. We need to bottle it and bring it to us for the rest of the season. It starts tonight with the Dallas Mavericks. We're going to see how that progresses. But I like what I saw from the Los Angeles Lakers in Las Vegas. I like what I've seen from them throughout the in-season tournament. What do, what do I always say when it comes to the road to getting there. I, you know, I made jokes about, Oh, like they beat the Pelicans and the Pacers, right? I don't know if the Pacers are going to make the, the NBA finals. Look, the Pacers good on them. They beat the bucks in, in the tournament. Like that was a good win for them. Um, and they beat the Celtics. They beat the well. Celtics and the Bucks yeah. back to back. They beat the Celtics. Like, yeah, that's they beat when the Celtics all. If if you were watching anything sports related, that's all they wanted to talk about all week was Tyrese Halliburton, now MVP candidate, because he got back to back wins against the top two teams, and now it's made it possible for our boy Louie to be looking even more correct than he was last week, really? as the Orlando Magic is now in second place. So, but what do I always say? You can only beat the teams in front of you. The teams in front of the Lakers were the Pelicans and the Pacers. They beat them. They handled them. Good on them. Like they won the tournament. Good on them. You know, we will see what happens come come June, come April, whatever month is in between all of these months. May, May. my birthday uh, month, the best month. <laughs> what we do. Like, we will see what happens then. But they look the in season regular. The in season tournament was really fun, and I'm I'm glad we got good games out of it the pelicans game against the lakers that wasn't the lakers fault lakers just 
handled business. The Pacers game, nope. the the referees weren't great that game. Oh, the referees I, haven't been great. This, I mean, don't do. I, I I will say, we we committed a robbery to the Phoenix Suns. I will give. I will say that with that. Oh referee. yeah, that was that referee. <laughs> that was that was crazy. Even even I, a Lakers fan, I am not gonna stand up here in the church of the Laker Nation. I am not gonna stand up here and tell y'all we didn't commit a robbery, y'all. That's why you go to church to com- to admit your sins. And the sin that we committed was that we robbed the Phoenix Suns on that last play because that shouldn't have been a timeout because Austin Reeves lost the ball. At anything that should have been a, a, a foul. If you're gonna foul, if you're gonna foul the guy for making contact with Austin Reeves, that's one thing. But it's definitely not a timeout. The the Pacers game, so many free throws. Like I feel like the Lakers lived at the line in the first half. Austin Reeves had like twelve free throws in the first half. Uh, bless Austin Reeves. I don't know how Austin Reeves is getting to the line twelve times. What are we hey, doing? He attacks the basket. Yeah, yeah. He what does. are we doing here? Austin Reeves getting to the line. 12 times and then they tried to even it out in the second half by giving the Pacers a bunch of free throws the problem is that that's not the Pacers how they want to play they want to play up and down so them getting a lot just slows the game down and it actually benefits the Lakers the the refereeing was atrocious in the finals game but LeBron took over Davis took over the Pacers can't stop anybody going downhill anyway and LeBron knows that Anthony Davis knows that here's my conspiracy theory for you SP3 here's my conspiracy theory for you they made LeBron waste a lot of energy for an in-season tournament in December games. LeBron was playing like this was game seven of the NBA finals, these three games. He took this very seriously. Bless him that he took it very seriously. Because they made everybody a- else excited about it. We yeah. should thank him. He, when he is, when's the last time there's been this much investment, this much talk about the NBA before Christmas Day? There hasn't been a lot. That that's why this rate in season tournament was a good idea. That's it what is I, like like I was I was someone that was apprehensive about it when I heard about it, but I like like by the time we got to that Indiana game and I felt the energy and stuff, I was like I was like, nah, this was a good idea. Fans were excited for it. Like uh, I was excited for it. You know, I don't think it, it's the most meaningful thing in the world. That doesn't make me any less excited for the games because you just. You add some stakes. You you basically tell people, hey, this is this is a little bit more important than your typical regular season games. Like, okay, all right, I'm 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 in on this. And the players were clearly playing hard. You know, if this is a regular season game in December, are is LeBron going out in this way? I don't know. Probably not. Here's my point. Here's my conspiracy theory. The other teams made LeBron expend this energy. And and they got him feeling comfortable with this team. Because if the Lakers go on a slide before the trade deadline, LeBron's going to be pointing, okay, this is, right now we're going on a little bit of a slide, but you know what? This is the team that I won the in-season tournament with. This is a team that I know I can win with. So we don't need to make a bunch of roster moves. We don't need to trade D'Angelo Russell. We don't need to make any of these moves. I know this team... They're gonna show up when it matters. That's what happened. That's that's a, the, all the other teams got together and mm. said, "Let's do this for LeBron. Let's make LeBron feel comfortable. Let's make LeBron go out there and play hard in the regular season 
So he's got nothing left for the playoffs. Let's make LeBron feel good about this team for this in-season tournament so he doesn't make all of these trades at the trade deadline. And then everything will be exposed in the playoffs. He'll be tired. We'll play D'Angelo Russell off the court. Anthony Davis will have his inconsistent games like he always does. Was he inconsistent in the in-season tournament? That's my point. That's my point. Is they they came they came together and they said we're gonna make Anthony Davis be great in every game. But we know when we start the the real games, the real games that matter, the playoffs, we can we can bully Anthony Davis and he's not gonna show up for half the games. Every other game, he's not gonna show up. But we got him feeling comfortable now of like, oh man, I'm back, top five MVP candidate. Look at me in the regular season, in-season tournament. Look at me here. I know I can do this. And then the playoffs happen. And then he gets bullied and pushed around by Jokic or who was who was pushing him around every other game last season. Jaron Jackson Jr. Jaron Jackson Jr. actually got cooked most of those games. Who else did they play? I already forgot. I forgot who they played. <laughs> they the played the Warriors game. next. Oh, the Warriors. Yeah. Draymond. I don't know how good the Warriors are this year. They're not. They're not. They're not really good. <laughs> this is my conspiracy theory, though. You were wrong, Jeremy, about your Warriors. They're not really good. A lot of time left. A lot of time left. Look at all my teams. Look at the Indiana Pacers. Look at the Oklahoma City Thunder. Where were you high on the Pacers? Was I said I, I had the yeah. That was my dark horse in the Eastern Conference. Hmm. Okay. Yep. Go back. Go back. Check the tape. I don't watch any they, of our old videos. This guy. Jesus Christ. Way to bury the show. I'm not burying the show. That's burying myself. I don't watch anything I do that's unless I'm forced to, like transcribing my own interviews. Otherwise, Except I don't watch when you're, you, you're finally right about something. You have to yeah. go back and clip it. Well, I remember that. I don't go back and, and re-watch it for purposes of like, let me go back and re-watch. I remember what I'm right about. Everything else, I I have no memory of. No, I I, I, I say it all facetiously uh, about uh, the the my teams, my Pacers, my Thunder. I just was right about the those teams being good. My team is the Los Angeles Lakers, and we all know what Jeremy's saying is a whole bunch of poppycock. I literally said it's a Bron, conspiracy. Bron is good all the time, and all the time, Bron is good. So we gonna be good. We gonna you can't you can't you can't conspiracy theory LeBron James. He is unconspiracy theorist. Mm. He is un uncapable of being conspiracy in a conspiracy theory or plotted against. You cannot do it. It's fine. It's fine, Jeremy. We gonna be here in June. Now I'm gonna be the same guy who was like I said it before. I said it again. I'm going to clip it already. I'm going to clip it beforehand. I'm a, That's how confident I am. Good luck. I mean, good luck to your Lakers. It's, a, it's still a long season. They'll be in the playoffs. They're a good team. I bet on them to win the championship. They're a good team. I know they're a good team. I really like how this team is. I like their offseason. I, I like off how season. this team is built. Best offseason, because y'all tried to tell me it was the Bucks, but they ain't looking too good over there. I mean, the Bucks are still playing well. Nah, they, they still they still play well. They just yeah. they just had their their losses have been weird. 
I will say. And they went to the overtime against the Bulls last night too, which was a, a weird thing. Like they clear they have a big flaw, and their big flaw is point of attack defense. And Damian Lillard is getting destroyed on basically every single play. And they gotta figure they gotta figure that out. And I don't know what what it's gonna take because Lillard's not gonna improve as a defender, and you can't take him off the floor. So you got to change, change your coverage. You got to figure something else out though, because that's going to be exploited in, in the playoffs. I, I think, you know, in the playoffs, guys will try to fight harder to not give up a switch, things like that. But we, we'll see what happens come playoffs. The Bucks are good. I still think the Celtics are good, but that's a team that's, I don't like that team. <laughs> I like. Them. I don't like them. I think that they they still need time. They're still they're still meshing with the with each other. They're not meshing too well, but they're not they're not meshing badly. I like I like Pazingas on there. I think Pazingas been playing. He was hurt, and he was hurt for the game. He was hurt for the game against the Pacers. Yes, yeah. yeah, he's been. He was hurt against them. Uh, if he's on the floor, I think that he's a great contributor to the team, and he opens up the floor for them, especially with you know having him be as play the four or the five. So I, I like what I like the pieces that they picked up. I'm not too sure about. A, tr- a true holiday drew holiday it doesn't uh, seem like it's the impact that i thought it would be on the celtics drew i think drew is fine here's what i don't like about the 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 celtics i don't really like jason tatum why don't he, you like future mvp candidate jason tatum he should have been a los angeles lakers i will not hold that against magic johnson he complains about everything, every little thing. So you I don't, don't like, like Luca too. No, I don't like all Luca's complaining either. Like I okay. don't. As I don't long like you keep the same energy. That I'm fine. Yeah, with I don't like when all of these guys just want to complain after every single call. I feel like Tatum's actually worse than Luca, by no. the way. But I don't like it from Luca. Draymond, you know, I don't like Draymond, and Draymond does it every single time. I, I don't like these guys who are just going to complain after, like, get back and, like, play defense. Or Tatum will complain about plays that they score on. He, he, he'll go to the – he'll drive, and he'll think he gets fouled. He'll pass it, and it's, like, an it's an easy bucket. And then he complains about it. Like, what are we doing here? What are we doing? I, I, I'm tired of, of the, the complaining on every single play. And Tatum's really bad, really bad about it. Yeah, he is one of the the bigger people that does it a lot. But I I like him as a player. I like to watch him play. I think I do like a, his overall. He's game. a he's yes. a great a great scorer. I think that he has shown improvements as a defender. I think Jalen Brown. That's where Jalen Brown is better. I think Jalen Brown is the better defender between the two of them. And I just want Jalen Brown to be more consistent on the offensive end. And he has been uh, playing well offensively the last couple of games. So I like what the Celtics have. And there's a reason why they're number one in the East. Look, I, I picked the Celtics to win the title. That was, that was my official. I picked them to go to the finals. And lose against us because the winning time got canceled because of Jeremy Lambert. Why am I always getting blamed for this? I, I picked them to go. I picked them to win the finals. So clearly, I I think the Celtics are good. Clearly, I had hope and belief in the Celtics. 
I just don't like the complaining. I don't like all this complaining. Yeah, Luca complains every play. Like I, Mark is smart with <laughs> just stop playing defense to complain. A lot of these guys complain. Uh, maybe it's because I watch the Celtics more than I watch a lot of other teams not named the Thunder. Celtics are probably not even probably like they're top five teams that I watch that aren't the Thunder. And so maybe I just see it a little bit more compared to other I'm trying teams. To, trying to think what's the top five teams that I watch. I just watched the Lakers. Uh, I, I used to watch the Warriors a lot. Warriors was right up there. I don't know about this year. I haven't watched them too much. Uh, Bucks, I have watched a lot of. Bucks is, yeah, top five that I, I watched that aren't Thunder. Bucks is in the top five. Recently this year, uh, Sixers, because I wanted to see how they see, were without James Harden. And then I was a, the Knicks, because I'm in New York. I did, speaking of people who complain, like Embiid all the time. Yeah. Yeah. As well. Like, I just can't with him uh and my top five teams are, are denver watch a lot of denver because i like watching Jokic, um bucks celtics i've been watching a lot of pacers just because i have been like, watching more pacers because they're not even not even in-season in- tournament stuff like even before the in-season tournament all of their games are just like 140 to 145 and it's like yeah sure this is great basketball like let's go Exactly. I just want to see the scores go up. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I've been watching uh, a lot of Pacers as well. I, I probably watch the Mavericks more than so they they you know there's Luca. Um. But yeah, I watch a lot of Mavericks because I like watching Luca. I like watching Kyrie, even though he's hurt right now. Like I I do like watching good players. I just don't like all the complaining that comes along with it. it comes along with uh, James Harden's another one that does uh, a lot of complaints. Well, yeah. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, shout out to the Clippers. They've they've won some games beating yeah. top notch teams like the Trailblazers barely. Absolutely. Strong wins for the Los Angeles Clippers. That trade has been working out so well. It, it's coming around. Like we got to be fair. It's, it's better it. than how it started. Yeah, it's coming around. But like the teams, the Denver win was good. You know, they, they beat the, they split with the Warriors. Um, but then they beat Utah and Portland. Like Utah and Portland aren't very good. Uh, I feel like people were hurt in the Denver win. Actually, who played for Denver in that game? Uh, no, everybody, everybody was there. Murray's on a little bit of a minutes restriction, but he still played really well in that game. So that, that was a good one. It's coming around for, for Los Angeles. I'm still, they still got their flaws, but you know, it, they're they're playing well tonight well. a second of a back-to-back at home though so get some home king kings and kings and uh clippers is a really fun game yeah i'm gonna watch that one i like that game Cavs and celtics as well lakers and mavs how you feeling about this one like they gotta the lakers gotta win right you can't win the end season tournament and then lose your next game can't do it can do it. Got to win this one. I know that uh, is uh, well. We had Bronny. Bronny was back uh, on the court uh, over the weekend. I believe. Yeah. yeah. LeBron was at was able to go to that game. Um, so he might be missing some games due to Bronny's schedule with USC. So we got to take advantage of these games that he's here for. Coming off the in season tournament, trying to trying to keep that momentum. I think that it's going to be a good game. I think that Luca's going to have a big game, but I think that the Lakers can be able to pull this one out. No Kyrie. 
for the Mavs. I don't yeah. know if Tim Hardaway is going to play. He didn't play last night. Derek Lively. I've been liking how he's been playing for uh, Dallas. We, we, we've talked about him and wasn't sure he's going to be ready at this point. But that's all the Clippers, or not the Clippers. That's all the Mavericks ever needed. That's why I tried to will Rudy Gobert to Dallas. I tried to will Clint Capella to Dallas. They needed a big who was going to roll and rebound because Luca will do the rest for you. And Derek Lively has filled in and done that. That's all yeah. they needed on that team. They, 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 they've been missing that. And now they have it. And so they're a better team for it. I agree. I agree. I like, I like what the, what the Dallas Mavericks have done with their roster, their roster that we stood up here on that uh, NBA season preview for the season. And we were not very confident in their roster at all because outside of Luca and Kyrie, it didn't look that great, but they have somehow made the most out of it. And they sit at third in the West right now. I mean, I still don't fully love the roster, but oh no, their roster gonna, is so bad, and they need a trade at the trade deadline. They're gonna have the best player on the court ninety nine percent of the time, and that's gonna carry you pretty far. Um, and then you know their the roster complements the way they play defensively. Still, some issues, and you know that that can be exploited against sort of uh, better teams there better teams like they've won three straight but their wins against those the teams they the teams they've beaten ain't exactly anything to write home about in their last three but overall they're still good like you're not gonna downplay a team that's third in the west um 14 and 8 that's a good start and that's much better than what we all thought they were gonna start so Give them give them credit for that. And yeah, they haven't beat the the most spectacular teams in the world, but they're beating the teams that they're supposed to beat, except with that grizzly. They really haven't beaten the most spectacular teams. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm a, I'm I'm actually scrolling through and it's just really the Lakers. The Lakers is the only team worth the damn nuts consistent that they have beaten this season. They got a good win. Like they, and, they and, and the Magic. They beat Orlando yeah. early this season. Did Orlando, yeah. But that was before we knew Orlando. Well, Louie did, but we didn't know. Orlando was Orlando. <laughs> Louie Louis was on on the Magic. He was on it. Uh, like, this it. is why I say you got to give people credit for their calls. Yeah. Give people credit for their calls. Gotta gotta give Louie a lot of credit. I didn't think the, the Magic were going to be this good this quickly. I thought maybe one more. One more season for I, I, them. I thought they would have like what the Thunder had last season. Where the Thunder, I think the Thunder would have definitely made the playoffs 100% if Chet played last season. I think so as well. Chet wouldn't have been quite this version. I I don't like the but that, whole... I think that would have been enough because you were in 10th. So I think that would have yeah. been enough at least for you to have one game to win for the play-in. Yeah, I, I think, and, and they, OKC lost some games last season that maybe they don't lose if they had basically any big, competent big, because they're playing five, five forwards and guards out there with no real true center last season. Like we were using Jay Will, Jalen Williams as basically our center. And like he's still getting center minutes now, but it's a little bit more palpable with Chet out there, like an actual true big there you go i give y'all credit man mine thunder um i'm still i'm still hesitant to just like 
believe. I think I think y'all are gonna be a playoff team. I don't think I I don't foresee y'all having the Portland Trail Blazers drop off. That will always be the moniker that we give to teams that start off early good and then drop the hell off like Portland did last season. The thing that's encouraging about the Thunder, and this will always go back to playing beating the teams in front of you. They're not only like beating these bad teams like they're completely destroying them like utah last night utah didn't have marketing or or kessler and both of, both of those are bigs who could give okc trouble they gave okc trouble last year like it, the score sheet says 14 that's only because the entire fourth quarter was garbage time and utah cut a 20 point like a, a 30 point deficit to 14 by the end of the game when it was starters versus starters or meaningful minutes against meaningful minutes, that was a 30 point game. Like they're like really playing well against teams. You need them against bad teams, basically like bad teams. They are, they're blowing them out. And that's what you should do. If you're a good team against bad teams. So that's the encouraging thing. Sacramento's next that's Thursday. I'm a little concerned about that one because a guy like Sabonis is, I mean, Sacramento beat us earlier this year and Sabonis is a guy that I feel is going to be a matchup problem because I think skilled bigs can still give this team some, some trouble, like really skilled bigs and Sabonis is, he's a skilled big. So still a little concerned about OKC just because I'm a pessimistic fan, but I recognize that the team is good. That's fine to be. That's the that's probably the the best thing to have your kind of expectations at a certain level. But Oklahoma City, man, doing great stuff, great stuff so far. But I've really been liking this season so far. Love the in season tournament. Love my Los Angeles Lakers, and I'll see you all in May and June. Is that it? Done. <laughs> that's my that's all for me. That's all for me. Okay. Talking about the Los Angeles Lakers. Okay. Anything else around the NBA you'd like to? Otherwise, we're gonna have a short show. Share Delaware is not here this week, so a sad. Damn if you're tuning in, where are you? If you're tuning well, we in to, for Love Is Blind to, Mobile, we, we have no Love Is Blind Mobile this week. We need to start giving the people our power rankings, top five teams of this week since we talk about NBA. You're Mr. Rankings, Jerome YouTube. I'm like, Jerome YouTube. And that's what I'm calling for. We're giving power rankings starting every single week. Uh, okay. I'll give my number five and then you give your number five. All right. For, so for me, for the week of. What you don't want me this? to do this. December 12th, 2023. So we're just looking at this week. Right now. Uh, this So far this season, as of this week. Okay. Okay. Power ranking of team number five for me. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna be modest here with my Los Angeles Lakers in season tournament winners. LeBron James and Anthony Davis playing spectacular over the last couple over the last week in the in season tournament. They are well deserving, despite being tied for number five in the Western Conference. They deserve to be number five on my power ranking this week. 
Can what I should do bottom five. It's no fun if we both do top five. Let me do like the trash teams. Okay, you do your top the top five and then we'll reverse it next week. No no, I always get to do the bottom. I get to trash everybody. Oh God, why do you why do you always have God? Good. Top I mean you can comment on it. You can comment on it. Bottom I, I, any I, issues I, any issues with with the Lakers as no I I appreciate that you did not put the Lakers at number one because I kind of expected it and I the, I I would have understood it truthfully I would have understood if you put the Lakers at number one I don't think you would have been fully correct but like I would have understood it no I, I think number five I I truthfully would have had them higher after this week after winning the in season tournament I would have had them higher so that's a good modest ranking at number five. All right, my bottom number five team right now is the Utah Jazz. Don't think they're playing well. They got some injury issues. I want them to trade Laurie Market into the Thunder. Utah Jazz is is bottom five right now. Number number five, whatever ranking it comes in, but number bottom five in the bottom five. Yeah, the bottom five. Number four. For the top five this week, December 12, 2023, I got Louis Orlando Magic. The Orlando Magic are has pretty much been the surprise of the Eastern Conference. But this past week, you know, they big win over the Cleveland Cavaliers yesterday. Uh they they've had they've beaten the teams they needed to beat a lot of times, but they have wins over the Nuggets. They got uh they got a win over the Bucks this season. I think that the Orlando Magic have really been a surprise. Uh Paolo Banchero has been playing well. They just have their young players playing at a real good level, a real high quality clip von wagner uh von's von's is it von's 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 wagner von's wagner he's been very well double 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 or at least eight rebounds every single game so really like him in the front court i really love what the orlando magic has done it's really been a big the big revelation of this season i'm i i, I like that I, I can i can agree with the magic at number four i'm still that's still a weird team for me to just like, and maybe it's because they're a young team and I, it takes me a while to get sold on younger teams, but oh, I, like I, I, I kind of feel like they are not, like I said, I thought they would have a thunder from last season season. I feel like they're having a Sacramento Kings from last season. season. Yeah. I really like Bancaro. Really, really like him too. Um, like I understood why when Houston when um or no orlando took bancaro first overall yeah. but the, yeah. the talk was the talk was that jabari smith jr was gonna go first overall and i like that was until you know the 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 pick was announced the talk was jabari smith jr and i i thought okc was in such a great position when uh if if orlando had taken jabari smith jr because i wanted bancaro or chet and so we were gonna we were gonna win out either way because we were gonna get one with the number two pick. We were gonna get one of them. Um, so Orlando kind of made our decision easier. Of like, okay, good, we'll get Chet. I think the the, the pick was always gonna be Chet. But had it been had been Caro been there, I would have maybe would have been like, tougher. Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I really like Ben Caro's game. Averaging so, twenty one points, seven rebounds, four and a half assists this season. 
my bottom number four team is the Charlotte Hornets, who I don't know if they'll ever be good in my lifetime. Charlotte's basically the laughing stock of sports towns right now between the Hornets and the Panthers. I can't name you another city that has it worse than than these teams. I there's there's nothing going on good in Charlotte when it comes to sports. Lamelo's hurt again. I just Lamelo's. I've always been lower on Lamelo than I think a, a lot of people are. But he's a good player. He's injured. Terry Rozier is now once again their starter. Brandon Miller's been better than I expected. He's been good. Terry so, Rozier is averaging 24 points per game, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, because somebody's got to score on that team. Like, Rozier's that is gonna, outrageous, though, for Teddy Rozier. He was Rozier's going to go out there and get his, like, if nothing else. Like, he used bless to be Terry like the, the, eighth guy, the eighth guy on the Boston Celtics, wasn't he, at one point or something like he's, that? He's <laughs> going to go out there and get his. Like, that's going to be Terry Rozier's game. Uh it's it's not a good team and Lamelo being injured again isn't helpful either so charlotte hornets at the four of the bottom five i can definitely understand that uh losing Lamelo ball is it's it just seems like these ball brothers man like is their whole family injury prone because didn't lavar get injured and that's what ended his career like is P- it somebody is said it this- like hereditary Somebody said this with um, when Lonzo got hurt. Like, you know, I, I'm not trying to be like LeVar. People want to clown on LeVar for like bigging up his kids and stuff. Like, look, no. LeVar's hilarious, but like, that's not something to clown him for. But like, they, they did this with like Ryan Leaf of like the, the product of like just over pushing like yeah. them as kids and then that catching up to you i think there might be something to that is like they were pushed very hard right out of the gate from by lavar and it's just that that wear and tear on you and i i saw this uh it was a kind of a debate on nba twitter with guys who have like knee injuries or leg injuries or just how quickly they lose like their athleticism and and everything and then people are like well hockey's a, a rougher sport like how come these hockey players like yager was playing until he's like 45 and everything like Sidney crosby is still playing at a, at a high level ovechkin's kind of declining but yeah like, they asked me someone asked me the other day uh what's the average retirement age for the nba i was like 38 like probably 38 39 like like that's what that's what makes what LeBron's doing so amazing because oh the average retirement way younger than that for yeah yeah I think I think it is I think I was I was being I was being modest I think I would say I was more given a number throughout like my memory of NBA history in the past three decades like I think it's like between that it's like 38 like the the oldest some guys would retire but like running, jumping, cutting on a hardwood surface just takes a lot more out of the body than just like hockey is a more physical sport. But at the end of the day, like you're you're skating, like it's yeah. you're you're not jumping in a in a way that's like gonna 
the old term of you only have so many jumps and everything like like you're gliding a lot of times like you're not your your fast twitch uh your fast twitch uh muscles they're being used but they're just being used in a different way that's not as hard on them so i think that's why basketball players just have a shorter shelf life than uh than than hockey players yeah and, and the nba does value raw athleticism more than hockey as well um so yeah uh all right yeah my my team bottom four number four Charlotte that Hornets, is definitely fair i do like what uh brandon miller is doing for the mikhail bridge uh the bridges brother though uh not not so much all right number three on my top five my top five for december 12th 2023 is none other than my oklahoma city thunder the Oklahoma City Thunder, man, they just are just a fun team to watch in general. They just are just the youth, and you got Shea, who's just so much fun and an MVP candidate, can score at will, but he's such a great facilitator at the same time, can fill up a stat sheet. You got uh, Chet Holmgren, who's one of the best young players, the rookie of the year, honestly, right now, and it seems like he could be a double-double machine as he progresses and improves throughout, and they're just very, a very deep team when you got guys like Jalen Williams you got uh you got guys that contribute from game to game like they're Kesson uh uh Wallace so yeah I like I like what they're doing with the Oklahoma City Thunder and I think it's fair enough number two in the West number three on my top five for this week number three bottom San Antonio Spurs that's a bad basketball team they got Wimby they ain't got much else they have the worst point differential in the league like we would be talking about them more if there wasn't another couple of teams really but if there wasn't one certain team that has somehow has a longer losing streak than 17 straight they've lost 17 straight which is not the longest losing streak nope in the nba the spurs are bad though the spurs but they have wimby and so because they have wimby there's still two teams that i consider worse than them but that's a bad basketball team. That is fair. That is fair. I do want to show some love, honorable mention to uh, the Indiana Pacers, who are the best offensive team out there. But, you know, you lost the in-season tournament. If you would have won the in-season tournament, you would have been in my top five this week. But number one, I mean, number two for me in my top five is the Boston Celtics. Despite what Jeremy Lambert has said throughout this show, the Boston Celtics are the best team in the Eastern Conference. They are 7th in the in the in the league in scoring. They are 3rd in the league in rebounds. They're 3rd in the league in offensive rebounds. They they hit the boards. They are good in the front court. They're decent in the back court. They're just an overall all very good team and they're deep so i think that jason tatum at the helm we're gonna i'm gonna continue to talk about the boston celtics in my top five pretty much every single week till the end of the season don't like jason tatum and all his complaining that's all boston Celtics. we've talked about the Celtics. they're good they're good yeah. they're a good basketball team but i don't like his complaining um I do like Porzingis. I think once Porzingis comes back and they're undefeated at home too. Like, yeah, you, you take care of home court and then all you got to basically do is play. And I mean, this is what they're doing. They're six and five on the road. Like 
you, you just got to go. You probably got to be a little bit better than 500 on the road, but you take care of home court and you're going to be in a good position. And they've done that. They've taken care of home court. That's the, the biggest thing you can ask. Uh, my about, bottom, man. my bottom number two, the Washington Wizards. <laughs> that team, I give them credit and they are hilariously fun in a bad way. Jordan Poole, <laughs> you never know what he's going to do that's just going to be memeable. And he had a play last night where, like, he turned down a wide open three so he could in and out dribble, step back three, and then clanked it like far left when he took the shot from the right side. Like, wide open. So he could do some dribble moves like he's playing 2K and then step back three and then completely missed it. Hilarious. This team's hilarious. It's so great. He's awesome. My favorite play of the year legitimately might be legitimately might be the off the backboard alley-oop when they're down like 50. <laughs> like you're down. You I don't know. It wasn't quite 50. They were down double digits. <laughs> and he's just throwing off the backboard alley-oops like, yeah. Just the most unserious team of all time, but hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. I mean, the Wizards are just so, so bad. I, I can't even, I can't even uh, start with the, with, yeah, it's funny. Yeah. So yeah, I think that it is appropriate for them to be uh, number two in your bottom two. But number one in my top five for this week is number one in the Western Conference, a revelation, another revelation this season, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Minnesota Timberwolves, 17-5, and five, one of the best defensive teams in the league. I think they're number three in blocks right now, uh, number f- top five in rebounds, top five in points against. Uh, so, yeah. They are just doing so much good stuff right now. I am, have been very impressed with what the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves have been able to accomplish. And a lot of that comes down to them establishing that the best player on this team is Anthony Edwards. So I think that was a big step that they needed to take. And now everybody kind of knows their roles a lot better. Uh, you have uh, Rudy Gobert, who looks like a defensive player of the year candidate. You got Anthony Edwards, like I said, who's playing at an MVP clip. So the Minnesota Timberwolves, number one for me this week. They lost last night. I know. I know. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not going to mention the bad. Uh, Timberwolves are good, man. Timberwolves are good. Well, no bucks. No bucks for you, huh? I mean, no I get it. I get it. No bucks. But, eh, all right. All right. Fair enough. Number one. Look, there's no other way. D- Detroit Pistons were two and one and somehow have not won. Have so, not won since. How do you start two and one and don't win since? They are, they've lost 20 straight, 20 straight games. I don't even know how you, I feel like you luck into a win within 20, like bad teams even find a way to win one of these games. They had a game against the Wizards too. They lost by 20 to the Wizards. Like, how are you losing by 20? To the Wizards. It doesn't matter how bad you are. I feel like you find a way to just luck into 
some type of win. You catch a team in like on a back to back. You catch a team on a third game in four nights. You catch a team that's injured. You catch a team on just a really poor shooting night. Like, oh, there are a million different factors that can go into why a team wins a game that they should not win, right? Like, every team has, like, oh, that's a bad loss. That's a loss that you're like, oh, man, you you want that one back because you shouldn't have lost that. But then you look at it, and it's like, well, you know, we just happen to shoot 20% from three, which is a very rare kind of night. It wasn't anything the defense did. It's like we had open books, and we just missed our shots. Or it was, oh, it was the third game in four nights. Like, yeah, that's a lot of travel. We won the first two games. A lot of, like, it's a mental and physical grind, right? 20 straight losses. They've had no just happenstance luck. Nope. For an entire month. An entire month. And I'm looking at their schedule. I mean, it's very easy to be like, I don't know when the hell they're going to win. Because if you lose by 20 to the Wizards, I don't know what team you're beating. <laughs> yeah, that, that 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 seems like it should be the bar for them at this point. But uh, yeah, they might, I, they I, I, I like listen to your whole bottom five and I'm like, I'm really debating if that's ever going to change. I don't know if your bottom five's ever going to change. I think it's going to be those same team. The, the, the trailblazers could work their way in there. Uh, but they're, they're fun though. And they get some young players that like, they played the Clippers really well last night. They got Scoot, Sharp, Simons. Like I, I like some of their, their younger players, Jeremy Grant, uh, not a young player, but do like him overall. Yeah. Otherwise it's going to probably be bulls. Bulls may play bulls. Their... If they decide to like, they played the bucks really tough last night. Uh, yeah. it, it depends. It de- depends on what they want to end up doing, you know? Uh, like, they have DeRozan, Levine, Kobe White. Like, do they trade these guys? Do they keep these guys? Vucevic, I, I don't know. And I'm looking at the Pistons schedule. Two games against the Sixers. Who, at this point, at this point, if you are the opponent, you got to be thinking like, oh, we can't fucking lose this team. Like, <laughs> Yo, I think that's Pistons, how it is. I think the Pistons are now being taken serious because of how bad. They are instead of like, oh, this is an easy game. We'll just easily beat the Pistons. Like whatever, we'll just go through the motion. We can't be I think the teams, team that breaks. Yeah, the yeah, we can't be the team that loses to to them. We can't be the team that is the the one in tw- one in twenty. Like we can't be that team. So I like two against the Sixers. I mean. You think those that, are both losses? I think the next time they have a chance to win is the Jets. Utah, yeah. This is the Jets. May, Atlanta's one of those games where it's like, it could, oh, maybe yeah, you, you could maybe you catch them. a variance because the Hawks aren't good. And again, maybe you catch like Atlanta. They're not good defensively. That's going to be Atlanta coming off of three straight road games as well. And they're home against Detroit, and it's two more road games. That's a weird like travel quirk that you're like, ah, maybe you can catch them because it's they're not come, they haven't been at home for a while. It's three road, one at home, two more on the road. Like but that's one of those team, weird variants. Team is not very good, but so I don't know. <sighs> oh, the Pistons aren't good, and 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 Louis says like they have two player archetypes: bigs who can't shoot, rebound or rim protect, and inefficient guards who can't shoot. 
or limit tur- turnovers. Like that's that's true. They they do have they have a type and it ain't working. <laughs> but Monty Williams is encouraged. He's encouraged after 20 straight losses. He's encouraged. That's the choice. <laughs> They're bad. I like watching them just out of like to see how bad they can be. To see how bad can you really be? That's that's why I'm still watching the Panthers at this point. I it's worse that the Panthers ended up winning that game against Houston. Because to go for 0 for 17, at least you're like, if you're gonna be bad, be the absolute worst. You know? Like what does one in sixteen accomplish? You don't have your first overall pick anyway. You're not going to get the first overall pick. What does 1 in 16 accomplish? <laughs> to be 0 and 17 and not even get the number 1 overall pick, that's like a historically bad season. 1 in 16 and still not getting it is still really bad. But 0 and 7 the first team in history to go 0 and 17 since they just moved to 17 game schedules. Like if you're going to again, if you're going to be bad, be the best at being bad. Otherwise, it's not as fun. The greatest at being bad. Yeah. You want Pistons to set history with the least. Yes. Amount of what's the what's the lowest win total in NBA history? Um, least wins NBA season. I'm uh, sure somebody's smarter than me. Uh, <laughs> most losses was oh 73. The 72, 73 Sixers had 73 losses. Ooh. That's not good. Um, oh, that was the the um, trust the process. Oh, oh, well, here you go. What's hilarious is if you if you Google this, one of the questions is: Are the 2023-24 Detroit Pistons on track for the worst NBA season of all time? Yes, the Pistons are on track for the worst regular season record of all time. So they if would the have to current, go. Hold on, seven, hold on, hold on. If the current Pistons winning percentage were to hold for the entire season. Their final record would be projected at seven and seventy-five. So they—they're projecting them for five more wins. Yeah, five more wins. So the seventy-sixers that lost seventy-three games—that's the—that's the most amount of or loss. Is that the trust the process? No, that was nineteen seventy-three. Trust the process oh. lost seventy-two games. That team once uh, lost seventy-two games. The worst winning percentage was the Bobcats in 2012. They were seven and 59. That was a shortened season, so they didn't mm-hmm. get. But that's the worst winning percentage. Uh, so the Pistons, they gotta go for it, man. They gotta go for. They gotta go for eight and 74. You it's said like, it like it's it. a goal. Why? It why is. Talk about go for it. It is. The fuck? Go for it. What? Go for it. Eight and seventy-four. <laughs> like he's like, don't try, just don't try, just go for it. It's no fun if they do all of this and like, what's the longest losing streak? Longest losing streak? I think it's like twenty-seven, isn't it? Longest it was twenty-six. Game? That was the process. 26. Sixers. Yeah, yeah. Twenty-six. Because I, re- I remember, I remember that. I think 26 is the longest win streak, if you can check that. I think that was the Miami Heat in 2013. Okay, so 26 is the single season. Overall, they were at 28 games because they lost the start the following. Ah, okay, okay. Because I have the number 27 in my head. Can you check what's the longest winning streak? I think it's the Miami Heat in 2013. 
they got to go for these records. No, 33 is mm. longest winning for the Lakers. That was in 71-72. That's great to know. Thank you. I'm glad I asked. Oh, so 26 is the single is the longest single season mark. 28 is the longest overall. They're close, man. That Jazz game, I I, I need you, Utah. They got two when, Jazz games. All right, so they have so the next eight: Philly, Philly, Milwaukee, Atlanta, Utah, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Boston is twenty-eight. Toronto. Only that Utah game is is pointing out of like that one could be close. These they other games, these other games, I'm looking like ooh, Utah's at home. This is all. I'm, this is all I'm rooting for. This is the new. This is the new like in-season tournament for for me. What's <laughs> the shit about the in-season tournament? That's over. We gotta we gotta latch on to something else of like what's gonna be to keep up with in the regular season. This is it. How bad are the Detroit Pistons gonna be? So it, yeah, the Nets. I think the Nets they could they could beat the Nets on the back to back too. I it's, I mean it's the it's you're playing the same team. The, the, the Nets have a game. I'm gonna see if the Nets have a game between that. Because if that's the case, then that might be again a schedule quirk. That now it's just they play Saturday and then it's they're off for Christmas and they play again. The tank Nets, tournament, I'm here for it. The Nets tank are tournament. like the Nets are like fine. They got players though, like yeah. they got guys who can who can at least play. I don't know how many guys the Pistons have who can play. We thought Cade. We thought Ivy. Like uh, these guys aren't bad or anything. They're they're in a bad situation. Yeah, and they're they're. I they need a guy who's going to knock everybody of Detroit. No, who's the coach? Monty Williams. He's the encourage. Poor guy. Poor guy. Poor guy. Man, he went from a nice job with the Suns, and he wasn't the issue with the Suns. He was the best part of the Suns. It's crazy. Just because KD and uh, Book couldn't get the job done in the playoffs, man, that's crazy, man. Now he got to be on the worst team in NBA history. Why they do that to him? Why they do that to Monty? Monty, we here for you. All right, so yeah, that's our that's our top five and bottom five for December twelfth, two thousand and twenty three. Rob Wilkins, you could work on a graphic for that. Like top <laughs> b- power ranking. This week's power ranking. FMC power ranking. We need a we need a bumper for that and then a bumper for Love is Blind mobile game. We yeah, we just need a bumper for Love is Blind mobile game. Like that would be good. Uh, like a romance song. <laughs> like one of those songs that would play when uh Zach and Kelly would have one of their emotional moments on Save of the Bell. <laughs> uh all right anything else basketball wise uh no i think that is all the basketball that i got for this week i'm trying to think if i watched anything trash reality no i don't think i have i think i did watch some love uh 90 day fiance but nothing to talk about and it's not 90 day the last resort y'all we we don't meet the peak we don't meet the peak y'all <sighs> all right everybody we'll be back next week share delaware should be here we will have love is blind mobile returning i don't know if we're gonna have a 
a time for a special episode this week. If we can make something work on Thursday, we, we might do a special Thursday like we did two weeks ago. Um, otherwise, I don't know if there's going to be another time where we can make it work. We'll, we'll try to figure something out. We'll try to figure something out. We'll see. We'll see. Otherwise, you know, you're going to have to wait a week. You're going to have to wait a week for the adventures in Love is Blind Mobile. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry. You have everybody on baiting breath. Yeah. Yeah. All right, SP3. Let everybody know where they can find you. Good, but I, I will say sincerely, congratulations to your Lakers for Thank winning you. the end season tournament. It was a good tournament. It was a fun tournament. I like, I think LeBron taking it as serious as he did gives it even more validation. Cause like, yeah. it's easy to clown LeBron and everything. Cause that's just what we do as basketball fans. Look at worst. That man is the second greatest player in NBA history. At worst, the fact that he went in there and was like, I'm going to take this serious. Everyone should take this serious. That sends a message. That sets a tone. So good on LeBron for, for doing that. And congrats to the Lakers. Yeah. And I like the fact that, you know, it wasn't just the kind of the winners of the in-season tournament that got something from it. I think a lot of people's eyes were open to Tyrese Halliburton and that the Indiana Pacers are actually a good team. Uh, the New Orleans Pelicans prior to that game against the Los Angeles Lakers, they showed they could play well against a team like the Sacramento Kings. So I like the fact that we saw some things throughout the in-season tournament. So I thought it had a lot of value to it, but Yes, you can follow me on the Twitter machine at TrueHillSP3. I don't know if I'll be on later today, maybe for Rated Raw Review, as me and Romeo have been reviewing Monday Night Raw over on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel on Tuesdays. So go over there, subscribe, hit the bell, and if we do go live, you'll know for sure. But I'll definitely be back on off the top of my head thursday for ae ramble uh reviewing aew dynamite with jimmy macarim and yeah the funniest aew dynamite review in the land don't get in trouble don't get in trouble hey i i never say anything but i'm on camera <laughs> with someone who does <laughs> all right uh appreciate it as always sv3 um we'll be back next week everyone I don't know. Tune into to, to stuff. Whatever. Whatever. Bye, everybody.